Are uh, you wearing pink this weekend? Rose. Oh, that I, my name is not Father Rose. <laughs> my name is Michael. Jesus rose from the dead. He didn't <laughs> pink from the dead. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I can't wait to see it. You're gonna look great. I'm gonna rock the rose. Are you gonna? <laughs> is that like rock the boat? No, it's even better. Ro- rocking the rose. Oh we yeah. We could play. I could play that '90s or maybe '80s ballad. Some say love. It is a river. Isn't Some that called? Say love. Sing it, Father. Yeah, it's the rose. Bette Midler. I did not turn the music down in our headphones, but I did not mind that at all. Always a good time. That was, you know, it's uh, it, it shakes one's soul. The ba- <laughs> the bass in these headphones, I was really enjoying. Let's go back and do it again. That was ex- extended version. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Twenty Three Podcast. Michael Puff is here with Father Jeff McBeth. Welcome. Can I say? Can I say it that way? McBeth. You can't. I just. I don't, I don't. For some reason, like this part always throws me off. Like I should just say hi, but. You never, I, you, I, I I like zone out. You freeze. Yeah. Would like you, every week. I don't get it. Well, you know, we're only 19 in. By the time you get to maybe 90, okay. then, then you're going to feel comfortable. You'll okay. be doing it in other languages. It'll be... See? It's, yeah. See? It's senor. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you doing? Happy happy halfway point of Advent. Whoa, as I was driving here. Living on a Advent prayer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's here. I, I told myself on the first Sunday of Advent, as there was just one little candle burning on the wreath, mm-hmm. I sat there at the piano and I said, self, you're going to blink and all those candles are going to be lit because yeah. it always goes by fast. And here we go. So it does. third Sunday of Advent this weekend. And uh, we have a few things coming up here at the parish that are worth noting. Rocking the Rose. <laughs> Hashtag rocking the Rose. I got people in here on just... Uh, Start saying rocking the road. It was a thing. We could make t-shirts. T-shirts make everything better. Yeah. I have plenty of t-shirts. You don't need any more. I don't need... I don't need... Well, never mind. <laughs> Thank you for censoring yourself. Well, it, it was it was more um, self... Um, it's for my own good, really. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I um, really appreciate the fact, by the way, that there is a billboard out on yeah. Route 25 for really St. Nice. John the 23rd. Yeah. The 23rd on 25. Really nice. Fantastic. Yeah. I uh, I appreciate the Christmas mass times being advertised. Speaking of which. Let's have some. I think we'll have Christmas this year. I think so. Our normal. Don't make ma- the baby Jesus smile. Our, <laughs> our normal mass schedule for Christmas will be 4.30, 7.30, and 11 on Christmas Eve. Yep. And then, of course, 10 a.m. on Christmas Day. This is kind of a fun year where Christmas is on Sunday. I like this year. Right. So it is. It, it throws people off sometimes because I think we this when Christmas falls on a Sunday, we, we extra get asked, sure. now what are the times? Sure. Because, you know, people, and rightly so, have Sunday in their mind. Right. But yet, I don't think that schedule would work. No. So um, it's it's the Christmas schedule, not the Sunday schedule. The Christmas schedule supersedes the weekend schedule. Speaking of Sunday schedule, though, I have really been enjoying our Sunday return to Sunday morning at nine and eleven. Yeah, it's, it's been great. super good. I've heard great comments from parishioners just appreciating having the church full again and hearing people sing. Right, and, energy. Yeah, 
I, I don't know if you caught my bulletin note a couple weeks ago talking about the microphones in the ceiling. I did not know that. You didn't know that. Are those the little white things? Or are no, you not allowed to say? No, that a lot of people have been asking that. Those are the sprinklers. That's oh. the spring that that number of microphones would have been a lofty investment. Yeah, but they're and, up high. And congregational you, maybe you need singing. enough to. <laughs> no, there's actually only two of them. Ooh, I'll show you where they are next time we're in the church together. Okay, but I've had a maybe number. I'll, maybe I'll just look first and see if I can. Oh, find that them. I spy with my priestly little eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, see if you can see if you can find them, and then we'll play a game if you're right or not. We could play hot and cold. Ooh, Ooh I love that. That's always yeah. a good game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've had a number of people come up after mask asking. I did not. Some people said I have not paid attention the entire mass because all I've been doing is looking for the microphones. And I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't have distracted you, right? Quite so much, but right. in the bulletin after, kind of, <laughs> kind of fun. So anyway, that's the Christmas mass schedule. Plan to come early. We'll be singing lots of Christmas music before mass begins at each of the masses, and uh, all those good things. So it should be a really nice Christmas celebration. I think it is important to note for the 4:30 mass time. We will have Mass in Roncalli Hall simultaneously. Right. But as always, as we've always said, 4.30 is not the be-all, end-all Christmas Eve Mass time. Uh, I think you'll really find all of the other Masses, 7.30 or 11 or even 10 a.m. on Christmas Day, to be really great celebrations and, dare I say, better because it's not so crowded. So check out some other Mass times as well. Okay, other things. Day of Grace. Yeah, so this Thursday, the 15th of December... Um, our reconciliation room, which is next to the chapel, if you don't know where that's at, in church, I will be available for the Sacrament of Reconciliation on the hour from the 10 o'clock hour until the 6 o'clock hour. So I will guarantee I'll be there for at least 15 minutes. Okay. And so 10 to 10, 15, 11, 11, 15. So for sure now, if it's if it's at that time and no one's there, I'll, I'll leave and come back at the next hour. You know, if it's busy and it bleeds through in the next hour, I'll just stay just there. Stay all day. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, like, like St. John Vianney. If, you know. If, if nobody comes the same to, for a reason. to visit you, I will I will um, be your friend. Well, thank you. I don't think I'll go to confession every hour necessarily, but uh, these are this is cool. Now, to be clear. It's is, worked out well before. Is this happening diocese-wide? No. No. Uh, this is something that I've done that I think a lot of us have, have done, you know, at uh, Advent and Lent. Okay. Just because people options. You yeah. know, not everybody could come to the penance service. Um, maybe some people, you know, don't get, get out at night, you know, whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll, uh, the college students will be, should be out of school. Uh, sure. So there's, uh, yeah, it just gives people options. Just, you know, show up on the hour. Yeah, I'll be there. And um, yeah. I uh, enjoyed the penance service last night. Yeah, you alluded to maybe you're finding now that we're getting settled in. I find you alluded to the mood lighting in the church last night. I find the evening and the nighttime in that church one of my favorite times. And people really appreciated the restfulness and yeah. Of course, we kind of set that up, you know, inviting them into that. Sure. Um, so yeah, people really appreciated it, and yeah, it is. It is a different feel at night, especially you know coming in the summer. Um, right. You know, with, with the daylight, even the even the five o'clock mass, you know, has a different. Um, Store a different feel this time of year sure. when it's it's dark outside during yeah. it. I I personally I think I've said it on the podcast before. I like this time of year. I don't mind the the early evening darkness. The only thing that I have a hard time with is the darkness in the morning because it's hard to mm-hmm. get moving. Yeah. <laughs> this morning, fun story. My alarm went off and I fell back asleep, and I had 15 minutes by the time I finally woke back up to get my kids up 
on the bus. We did it, though. There you they, go. They were troopers. That's right. Good job, family. Dad of the year. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, last thing. Coming up uh, the day before the Day of Grace is the Habitat House Blessing. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people have been asking about that, and I, I can't recall what all the delays have been. Uh, but finally ready to, um, I guess, hand the keys over. Cool. And so um, just so grateful for all those who contributed to that endeavor in any way, whether it's showing up at the house, which is amazing, yeah, uh, to actually work on it. Uh, so thanks to all who have done that and those who have made a financial investment in order to uh, provide a family with a home. If you're new to the parish uh, or new to the podcast, uh, hello, welcome. Uh, you, We uh, started the Habitat Project over the summer months. Actually, it was even before Father Jeff mm-hmm. arrived. And uh, it's nice that we'll be wrapping it up with a nice little Christmas bow on Wednesday the 14th. So if you can make it over to the Habitat House, uh, information's in the bulletin. Yep, it's 308 Rosanna Drive. Rosanna. Rosanna. (laughs) You got so many songs. You know, I I love it. I just, it's songs are life. My life. My little music. And like I said, there's always a song. My little musical heart just pitter patters with joy. Okay, let's get into some scripture reading. Make it, speaking of things that make our heart pitter-patter. Absolutely. How's that for a segue? Wow. Let's talk about the oh, gospel. That's amazing. Third Sunday of... <laughs> that's amazing. Your sarcasm leaves a wow. lot to be... Are you, you <laughs> questioning my authenticity? No, I just think your acting lacks a little bit, but that's fine. I mean, with with time, I think you'll be able to put on a better facade. Like, wow! Like, you know... That would have been acting. That <laughs> It was a little over the top, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll dial it back. I'm sorry. Okay, Gospel of Matthew this weekend, chapter 11, verses 2 to 11. As I said before, it's the third Sunday of Advent. Gaudete. Mm-hmm. Rejoice. Thank you. I was I was hoping you'd fill it in. Yeah. All right, let's read the Gospel. Yeah, so uh, we hear uh, John the Baptist again. So every Advent during the second second Sunday of Advent, we hear of John the Baptist, prepare the way. Uh, but we hear this week from uh, about John the Baptist again. Or it says, being chapter 11 in Matthew, this is not immediately after uh, the first time we heard of John the Baptist. No, because uh, I, if I remember last week, we were in chapter 3. It was the beginning of chapter 3, mm-hmm. and now we're skipping ahead to right. 11. Just, all right, so Jesus has already been doing his thing. We had the Sermon on the Mount. Right, all that. All that good stuff. Yeah. So John the Baptist is in prison at this point. Oh. Uh, I know. So, but poor, I think it's that's, that's the context. Poor guy. So, but I, you're you know, setting the scene. Well, I think especially so often the first line of the gospel, you know, we just sort of we're we ju- jumping in. It's like me at the beginning of a podcast, just zoning out, you know, <laughs> and uh, or the whole thing. So right, uh, was it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I I do think you know it's it was important to mention just because it it comes up right away when John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of the Christ. He sent his disciples to Jesus with this question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? 
yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. It's like the last, we're just having like Jesus and John building each other up the last couple of weeks. It's like, it's the ultimate bromance. Yeah, well, they're cousins. Yeah. Did Were you close with cousins growing up? Uh, not necessarily. They were older and some lived, uh, another state okay and so yeah like not a, didn't have a cousin i palled around with i had some here in town many that i stay in contact with uh probably two of my closest cousins lived in the dc area because we'd go spend a lot of time over the summer and we had a lot of common interests like playing piano shocker and and those types of things so those are that was really fun but now as a parent i love having you know opportunities for my kids to spend time sure. with their with their cousins sure in fact Honestly, my kids probably would rather spend time with their cousins than with me sometimes, which is nice. Uh, but there's something neat about that relationship for sure. Sure. Yeah, which I think even factors into this gospel because obviously John knew who Jesus was. Um, as we heard last week, you know, he said to prepare the way for him. Other places in the gospel, like in John, he points directly at him and says, Behold the Lamb of God. And so he knew that Jesus was the Messiah. Mm-hmm. But yet, um, maybe there's a question, and, the, and there's scripture scholars kind of debate about, you know, where this question kind of comes out of, um, you know, for John, is it was it really for him? Was it really for his disciples? But there does seem to be some uncertainty as to Jesus's mission as the Messiah. He knew he was Messiah, but maybe not what exactly that meant. Even last week, you know, in our passage from Matthew, we hear John talking about, um, you know, G, the old. Uh, the one who's coming, he's got his axe in his hand. He's ready to cut down the tree and burn all the bad stuff. And, you know, there's there's sort of like this sort of doom and gloom, you know, destructive kind of um, sure. element to it. And so but he hears about, as we hear all the things that, are, that Jesus is doing mm-hmm. and is about. And so maybe that does bring up a little question like, so is he the one to come? You know, because I don't. I haven't heard about him with an axe in his hand, you know, sort of <laughs> cutting down bad guys or whatever. No you know? Paul Bunyan over there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Bunyan. Gosh. <laughs> you can always count on me, Father. Jesus Bunyan. Um, <laughs> wow. So keep going. I apologize. I, I, don't, I don't know if I can go on. I <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, you know, the idea of the Messiah being someone who's going to He'll be a political leader, you know, a military leader. Mm. And so um, it's interesting when this John's disciples ask, you know, are you the one to, who is to come or should we look for another? That Jesus, as he does other places, doesn't give a yes or no answer. Yeah. Um, it's really great what he says. He says, go tell John what you hear and see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the blind regain their sight, lame walk, lepers cleanse, deaf hear, dead are raised, pour the good news proclaimed to them. Uh, so a whole different kind of... Um, kind of vibe you know a lot of healing uh bringing of life the first reading we're going to hear on um on sunday is from isaiah like like a lot of our readings are this this time of year the season of advent yeah and isaiah 35 which uh really speaks about the exact same things and so uh in some way jesus is, is telling 
John, there's throughout Matthew, there's just a lot of Old Testament references, especially we even have a couple today. And so uh, without maybe directly quoting it, he's bringing to mind Isaiah 35, like we're going to hear at our first reading on on Sunday, that you know this is being fulfilled. May, may we read some of that just for the, the context so people can hear a little bit how they, they tie together? Yeah. Did you want to go ahead and do that? I would. Thanks for asking. I, you I, haven't I would, read anything for a while. I would love to. I'm a very good reader. I don't. I I've been reading most of my life. Nice. <laughs> All right. Here's Isaiah 35. The desert and the parched land will exalt. The steppe will rejoice and bloom. They will bloom with abundant flowers and rejoice with joyful song. The glory of Lebanon will be given to them. The splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will go see the glory of the Lord. The splendor of our God. Strengthen the hands that are feeble. Make firm the knees that are weak. Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication. With divine recompense, he comes to save you. And then here it is. Then the eyes of the blind will be open, the ears of the deaf be cleared, and the lame leap like a stag. Then the tongue of the mute will sing. And then it continues for a few verses after that. You are a good reader. Thank you. I practiced that before I came yeah, over. You yeah. should do like books on tape. I, I <laughs> did a little little voiceover. Yeah. I don't know if I is it the splendor of Carmel, Carmel. Yeah, I think it's Carmel. Carmel, like sharing the places. Caramel, right? You know, Carmel would be a high place. Okay. You know, like a hill. Uh, oh, look you know, at sharing you. Like a valley. Um, so those, are, those are actual places. Literally, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, good. Thanks for educating me. Which which goes back to uh, even the the first reading from Isaiah from last week. Um, we talked about you know the valleys being raised up and the hills made low sure. to prepare that that straight path. Prepare the way of the Lord. Yeah. Hey, um, what's interesting I think here too is we take for granted knowing the whole story. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think it's neat to be able to tune into, you know, this passage of Matthew. Not that we should like put blinders on and not know the whole context because we do know it. And I think that is a privilege that we have in our society now. But they really were trying to figure this out. So right. imagine being going, wait, is it you, me, you, me? Right. Who, wait, who's on first? You know, that kind of a deal. Um, I can imagine that they were really trying to figure it out. And I appreciate what you said earlier about. Scripture scholars may be wondering, well, was this question, was the original question really for John the Baptist or was it really for the sake of his disciples to ask it? But wouldn't it be interesting, I'm just hypothesizing mm -hmm. here, if it were for John the Baptist, him going, well, wait a second, all the, you know, all these weeks ago or months ago or years ago, however long it was, I, I was saying all this stuff. Just last Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, just <laughs> last Sunday. <laughs> um, about my own cousin, right? Right. And now I'm wondering, like, now I'm trying to figure this out as well. So who knows? But um, just really interesting. And maybe maybe the bigger question in the context of this is, for us, are we trying to figure out who who is Jesus right. to us? It's not a question for us of, of, is he the Messiah or not? But it, who is he truly in our lives? Mm -hmm. Does he have a, a daily impact in the way that we live our lives? Right. And what does he want to do in my life? Yeah. You know, to bring these things to bear in some way. For sure. Um, you know, that one part in the in the gospel where it says, uh, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind are gain their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. You know what song that reminds me of? Mm -mm. The Bridge of Mary, Did You Know? Which I know is a Oh, uh, I usually stop listening by then. <laughs> 
I was going to say, I know it's a controversial song. I know a lot of people that love it and mostly priests that hate it. Uh, <laughs> it's probably fair. Probably fair. Uh, but I didn't realize that most of that, that bridge was taken from this passage or at least paraphrased from from this passage i um i promise we won't sing that song okay appreciate it i I got your back thanks hey um any other thoughts on the gospel wow i don't know it it seemed like we were ready to move on to something else (laughs) (laughs) well i just wanted to make sure we we got i see notes there on your page so i just wanted to make sure that we. yeah some of that's just from my own as i as i dig into the readings and read things about them and things that might strike my attention Perhaps perhaps it says, "Oh, I have to do a podcast with Puppets in two days." I hate that guy. Or, yeah. uh, no, I see. Well, that, har- that's why I write so messily, so you don't actually see what it says. <laughs> I see hearts around my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> dot the I with the heart. Yeah. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's pray, please. Oh my gosh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mighty God, um, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for sending your Son to bring us healing to bring us freedom, to bring us peace. This Advent season, Lord, help us to know those places where we need you to move in our life. Help us to know that you have come uh, to rescue us, to give us life, to bring life to the desert uh, part of our lives, that you have come to shower us with your glory, that you've come to, Isaiah said, crown us with everlasting joy the joy that's deeper than our circumstances, but it's about knowing uh, your presence in our lives and that we have our life in you, um, that you have done everything and to bring us um, to bring us back to you. Lord, help those who are, are struggling in faith to know that, that you love them also and that um, you have things in store for them. And help us to share the good news of your son, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love through Christ our Lord. Amen. So this weekend, rocking the Rose at St. John the 23rd. Hashtag rocking the Rose. Which is cool because we've also got a priest with the same last name. So I, You know what? He better wear it. <laughs> or else oh. I'll be, me and the baby Jesus will cry. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.